On this week's episode of the GraphCast, we discuss through the mill autograph collecting all the ups and downs in the abuse. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the GraphCast. I hope you're having a great week. This week, we're going to be discussing through the mill graphing, and we have a panel of guests this week. We have Andy P. Andy, what's going on? I love the Rush poster in the background. Hey, did you know we had a private signing with Chris Hemsworth right now? Oh, I didn't. Yeah, you didn't know that? Okay, news. All right. I don't know much things about that. You guys run everything, and, you know, I just get all the all the, all the the uh, complaints, especially uh, about you. About me? Oh, man, yes. that's, that's hard. I'm, like, award-winning customer service. Mike Davis, social media manager and also a through-the-mill collector current. What's up, sweet Mike? How are you? Good. How are you? Good Do- afternoon. Doing good Monday. Mike is often able to join us today. And, of course, we have Pete Chuka, Grumpy Pete. Pete, how are you? I'm awake. Pete is awake. Okay, guys, so we're going to talk about Through the Mill Collecting. We did a show a long time ago about this, but due to some recent occurrences, it's probably a good time to revisit. Um, Mike, I'm going to start with you. You're a current Through the Mill autograph collector. Talk a little bit about the process and then what you do uh, to obtain autographs through the mail. Yeah, it's a pretty simple formula. You you write some kind of a note and send an item to an actor's uh designated address, whether it's for fan mail or their agent uh, or wherever they may be, maybe some, sometimes a studio, and you're hoping that they take the time to respond to you, sign your item, and send it back. And it's a pretty pretty straightforward uh, way to collect autographs. One of, the, one of the things recommended is that you don't send anything through the mail that you're not okay losing because you're not guaranteed a response where anything we send out is at the mercy or at the kindness of uh, whoever's signing. And that's really it. I collected, like a lot of people, that's kind of how I started. A lot of people start sending cards through the mail, which is what I started doing. My first success was a Caroline Blackiston uh, card through the mail that I got lucky that I properly sent it to the UK and back. And um, people historically have had success back when when they were signing with Alec Guinness and James Earl Jones, and uh, some of the ILM folks have signed through the mail historically. Um, so it's a it's a cheap way for people to collect autographs. Um, it's easier, especially if you can't necessarily get out or see these folks if they maybe live across the country or across the pond in the UK or uh, other countries. But it also is a bit of a, a thin line to walk, uh, a tightrope to walk, because when actors are signing and taking the time out of their days and signing for free, because you're not uh, generally sending money with it, there's a chance for abuse where t- signers are going to be taken advantage of, and they may tire of that, which we'll talk about in a moment. And like I said, there's a chance that you don't get anything back. I actually haven't done through the mail for a while. I actually just got one back the other day that I sent out in 2019. So that was a happy response. But some like like what you're putting up right now, that's from Jake Lunt Davies. And I sent him a BB-8 photo. Uh, and he wrote back a, a, a nice uh, handwritten note. And on there you see there's a sketch of what the original concept art for uh, – raised speeder was like that's a little that's what i like about the through the mail stuff i handwrite all my notes and i find that's more personal than if you were to type it and especially like form letters where you send the same thing to everybody that's a big no-no because you want it to be personal and you want them to real you want to convey you are a fan like people who are doing this to try to get 10 15 items to then flip on ebay in a sales group 
yeah. is just wrong. That that's this isn't what through the mail collecting is meant to be. No, nope, absolutely. And one of the things I want to talk about, Chuka, I want to bring you in, and we've talked about this before as well, is that back in the day, before conventions and stuff, I mean, people, that's really a major way to collect. I mean, Alec Guinness, Peter Cushing, some of the other luminaries, especially the, you know, the lesser known, but of course, popular characters from the autograph world that we like to collect, so we like to collect everything. Like, these guys had signed through the mail for years, right? Alec Guinness, all these guys. They, they all did, and it was a much different time. You didn't have the social media that you have today. If you wanted to find Peter Cushing's address or you wanted to find Alec Guinness's address, it was a matter of buying Starlog magazine or one of the horror magazines or, you know, for a short period of time, there was an autograph magazine that would give fan mail addresses for people. Sometimes you had the Star Wars fan club would forward mail to Star Wars actors. But the only way to get these addresses was to buy the magazine, write your letter, and send it off. Today, there are whole websites and address lists that people sell. And social media, all they have to do, one person has to say, oh, I got an autograph from so-and-so via the play he's in right now. Right. And within minutes, you've got hundreds if not thousands of people writing letters to that address and none of them are sending just a single piece to get something signed everybody's in it for a fast buck they want their item for them but they want item number two three four five six seven eight nine ten stuffed in that envelope so that they could put it up for sale on the websites put it up for sale on facebook put it up for sale on ebay yeah, it's it's growing. forever. There was always a fan mail operation in every Hollywood studio, and that went right into the agents or into the people's home addresses in the seventies, and the eighties, and the nineties. Then the internet hit, and it all kind of blew up. Yeah, and a lot of the things you know, the it, it, it's it was a fun way to click. I've told this story lots of times. Of course, there's the famous the Phantom Menace episode one CD cover that I got done back in nineteen ninety nine. I think I had some success, uh, some success with James Earl Jones early on. Uh, but, you know, back when I would do it, you know, Mick and Andy, you know, you would write, you'd write a letter. And then for James Earl Jones, it was customary, it was recommended that, or known that he liked Starbucks. Right. So I wrote a really nice long letter. I put two photos in there. Uh, told him I love Field of Dreams and I love Star Wars and I, you know, like coming to America and some of the other stuff that he had done throughout his career. And he, he took the $20 Starbucks gift card, sent my stuff back. And now they're and they were personalized, like they're to Tom, and I completed them to Tom with Mark Hamill and James uh, David Prowse because I didn't care because it was to me, and I was happy to receive that. Whereas, you know, nowadays, a people been ruined, right? I mean, Guinness was ruined, right, Pete? I mean, he started just finally signed pink, and I remember it was it back in the late '90s, maybe like '97, '96, or maybe even earlier. He was like, "Please stop." One of our friends in yeah. New York pretty much ruined he, him. He, yeah. his his diary from 95 was published in 96 or something along those lines. And he stated right in his, his diary that all mail from the U S was now being thrown in the bin unopened. Everybody was taking advantage of that time, you know, just like I, I, to this day, I've, I've only done it once and I did it to Wade Boggs because I saw that he was doing baseballs for Boggs. 
for $20. Yep. So I sent $20 and, and did it. And, you know, it cost me maybe just a baseball and 10 or whatever, $20. But that was great. But I don't understand the people's thought process of saying, hey, I'm going to send 10 things. Oh, I got 10 things back. Oh, I'm going to send another 10 more things now. That's the one where I, I, I think it's a little bit too much. Let's go into it, guys, and let's talk about it a little bit. Let's talk about some of the abuse now, really, that's kind of run rampant with through the mail, uh, autograph collecting. Um, we've seen it with uh, Clive Revel recently. Um, in the through the mail group, of course, somebody mm -hmm. is sending him a bunch. And how old is Clive now, Pete? I mean, he's he's ninety, I think, ninety-one I maybe. Gonna, I was going to say late eighties. Yeah, so I mean, he's ninety-one. Is still gracious enough to sign uh, for people, and people are getting four of this image that's not even him, and I think animated, maybe from a video game. I don't know. Um, of course, and then uh, Tony McVeigh, uh, Andy, you were with Tony doing the Swallow Baby Yoda signing. And he was basically, it told you that this was coming, or it was like, you know, I can't do this anymore. Pete, uh, Andy, whenever you went to Tony, what was his kind of his take on all this mess? He was like, hey, I'm getting so much stuff now, like a lot of cards. I'm getting like hundreds of, you know, requests. I just can't keep up with it anymore. I don't want people upset with me. But then again, when I'm on eBay trying to look at brushes or something like that, I, I put my name in there and I see a whole bunch of stuff, you know. Yeah, I mean, you can Long see it. Look at his post right here. I mean, his post says, Mr. Starting Work with the Mandalorian. I mean, at the very bottom of the page, he basically says, I don't appreciate being exploited uh, so blatantly. And then, um, you know, even even Misty, who works with Saw You, Misty Rosas basically had somebody track down where she lived in a, a lease she had while working, tracked it down based on some through-the-mail stuff and was kind of quasi, it creeped her out. And then at the end of the day, told us she felt kind of taken advantage of. Um, you know, Mike Davis, I'll throw this over to you. I mean, the bad apples are spoiling it for the bunch. Entirely. And we've seen, when I started collecting and I started getting a list of through the mail, there were a number of ILM guys who were on the list and Larry Tan, Paul Houston, Bill George. Um, so I, I planned and I, I started sending uh, some letters out and literally like a day after I sent my first letter out to Paul Houston, it was uh, announced or reported or whatever that he's not signing anymore because of the volume. So this has been going on for, for years and whether it's on screen actors, behind the scenes actors, it's disgusting, quite frankly, that people find that people find an avenue and they feel that they are entitled to exploit it, that they are the exception or they're the ones who, oh, it's fair for me because, you know, we're, we're the ones that made them. They owe it to us when th that's, that's not how this works, especially when someone like Misty or someone else who maybe goes to a show where they charge for their autograph, like you're taking dollars out of their hands and at, and at, at best you're exploiting their generosity. And at worst you're taking actual money out of their hands, which Anywhere in between that, no, no actor, no employee, no anybody deserves to be taken advantage of like that. Yeah, I mean, we've t we've caught a lot of heat, uh, Pete and Andy, in terms of, you know, uh, I, my, my point is, is that you know, actors and actresses, and Andy, you alluded to this on our last show, and you know, I think one of our posts in the in one of the through the mail collecting groups are basically actors and artists are keenly aware of the market for their autograph. 
and a lot of them don't necessarily signing for fans. The problem is is that when you're getting a request for seven or eight different things at a time and then repeat it, right? Because we're all autograph collectors. Like I've got, you know, 15, 20 things that need Natalie Portman. If she was signing through the mail, yeah, I would send you know, 15 or 20, but then that would be it because that's what I need for my collection. Not say that I would do that. That's hypothetical. A one-time ask is not unusual, but it's the repeated asking and actors and actresses and talent know the value of their autograph. It's right there on eBay, or you control a sales group. All the actors and actresses are in these groups or their agents. They'll see the value, and then that they'll see that they're being kind of taken advantage of. So that kind of flips the switch, right, Andy? 100%. Uh, it's just I don't understand why some people need to abuse it. I don't, I mean, we're our collectors, and... Yes, if, if Natalie Portman is our favorite actress, we would like to get at least 20 of them or whatever, 15, 20 of them. And I just – I don't understand the, the the constant abuse. Okay, you got lucky. You got 10 back. Why would you want to even think about sending another 10? That's the, that's the point I don't get. Like you're really burning it out not just for yourself. You're burning it out for everybody else that is a fan. And, you know, it – I, I – like again, this this version of the, this part of the hobby, I'm not very well experienced in, but I see it from the outside perspective, and I'm like, I have no idea, and I, it's hard for me to explain to the people that we're doing signings with about these signings. I mean, about these through the mail stuff because they're like, I don't know, Andy. I'm just getting so much. Like Doug Chang Peterson wasn't Doug, Doug Chang. Chang. Lauren Peterson was one. Lauren Peterson was like, I'm getting so much mail at my house now, and I don't know – I'm seeing the same names over and over and over again, and I don't know – I don't want to be that guy to be really bad to my fans to where I'm saying no, you know. And then, you know, Steve Steve came in and helped him out, started trying to, trying to get everything – like, this is legitimate, this is legitimate, this is legitimate. Oh, this is a guy that sent in before – People started doing databases, and that's where uh, the people get caught up. Catch, uh, excuse me. So this is where they catch on about how people are sitting in multiples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So when, that's, that's when, one of the, Go ahead. When through the mail autograph collecting worked best is when you were enough of a fan to go out and expressfully search for an address to write to somebody. You throw a couple of bucks in the envelope for their time. You put a trading card or an index card or something like that. One or two items tops. You write a nice handwritten letter expressing why you're a fan, mentioning work they've done, and you send it to the celebrity, whoever it may be. That celebrity is going to receive that letter they're going to read that letter and they are going to respond to you. Once that address becomes part of a database somewhere and it's online or it's published in a magazine, everybody and their uncle is going to be writing. You're just one of thousands of people that are writing them and it's just great, another fan letter and they toss it in the garbage or they don't bother answering it. We've seen an uptick in people who they see it as an avenue for autographs. And Steve Bloom, one of the voice actors from Rebels, and he's been in a thousand different 
shows and animes, he he's very vocal on his public page showing the amount of mail that he gets, but also the amount of mail where people aren't sending return envelopes, people aren't paying for postage back, which is all proper etiquette. And that takes even more money out of their pocket because, okay, I want to send this back to my fan, but now I got to spend however much it is to mail an eight by 10. Now you do that 10, 20, 50 times over for this batch. It's a lot of money that people, that's a lot of time, Mick time. I mean, like time is valuable to people. I mean, free time. I mean, you know, and, and Pete, you, you nailed it, buddy. I mean, I, it was, I've only done it limited. I think the last one I did successfully was Julian Glover. Uh, back probably right what 2007 or 8 and it was the same thing two photos one from Indy one from Star Wars nice form letter talked about James Bond you know that he was in did the whole thing this is even before Game of Thrones sent him $20 for the return postage he sent it back and it was awesome and it was a great experience they were both personalized I love them both don't care because I wanted the autograph I wasn't taking them to try to make money off of them so yeah, the, the last time I did it there were these things that they called international return coupons. You would go to your post office, you would buy them, you would write your envelope for return and put that in the envelope you were mailing to them. So they didn't even have to put an address on anything. They literally, all they had to do was open the mail, read the letter if they chose to, sign the photos, slip them in the envelope that was already provided, and if I didn't have postage for something like the UK, you put in a couple of those coupons. They were able to take those coupons right to their post office and hand them to the clerk. The clerk would then put the right postage on the envelope to get it back to the US. Did Winston Churchill Today, respond? He did. <laughs> Today, I mean, you could get uk stamps you could trade them with your friends you could have somebody who you dealt with in the uk send you the proper postage so that there's no such thing as an international reply coupon anymore you could send your your request to an actor in the uk the envelope is filled out the postage is already on it they sign the photo, they put it in the envelope, and they leave it in their mailbox for their mail carrier to pick up. They don't even have to leave the house and go to the post office anymore. If you want to get a response from somebody, you make it as simple as possible for them to do it. The last thing you want to do is not only bother them for their autograph, but piss them off and make them have to go out and go buy postage and go do this or go do that. Make it simple as possible and don't be one of those people that jump on the bandwagon just because the address has been posted we we've seen since the mandalorian got popular the uh legacy effects guys oh yeah uh they have been very generous taking one taking a letter to one of them passing it around the department getting multiple signatures even if someone didn't necessarily ask for it They'll send stickers back. They'll send a note back. And we that gets turned around, and we see the stickers are on eBay. We see, essentially, a cast piece lined up with all the different legacy effects workers up, for, up once it's filled out. goes up on eBay. And to their credit, they do a lot of great work and did for The Mandalorian. So from a fan's perspective, I can understand why someone would want to be interested. 
in their autographs, but the extent that the they have the extent that they have been taken advantage of is identical to all these other whether it was Guinness or Cushing or James Earl Jones, James Earl Jones, like Julian Glover, Paul Houston, Lauren Peterson. Time doesn't change greed, so it's just the next people who are. Oh, they're really great at returning stuff. They'll get me more signatures than I'm asking for. So people are, have been bombarding them. Wouldn't be surprised if they close up their through the mail autograph shop. Yeah, and I I agree with you 100%, Mick. And I don't want to spoil all of the through the mail collectors because I know there's some people who do it right and have the, actually the majority do it right and have the right spirit about going about it. It's just the bad apples. And of course, we've just seen it, I guess, people more time at home. It's really grown. One of the things that uh, our good friend Paul Dune um, wanted us to address, and Andy, I'll throw this over to you. What's the difference between somebody exploiting through the mail and exploiting IP graphing? Uh, that's a good That's a good question. This is a, a question that my friend and Hobo Billy talk about. <laughs> what is the difference between IP graphing and through the mail graphing? And racking. So-and-so racked 15 for me at the airport. Yes. I don't know if there is a difference. I talked to Billy about this not too, like I said, just a couple of days ago about it. I feel that IP graphing, you're getting them in public, and if they're willing to sign, that's okay. But this, you're sending mail to their private homes a majority of the time, not to their agents, but to their house. I think that's a little bit too much. Uh, it's like if I were to go and knock on somebody's door, Steve Grad, uh, and go and ask for fifteen, twenty things to get signed. Same thing. Yeah, no, and I, I that's the difference between their house and out in public. But Pedro, I mean, Andy at the Pedro signing. I mean, he was point blank. He's like, I love fans, but I start seeing the same faces when I'm doing Broadway, and he's like, I feel taken advantage of. So. Like, you know, he's might, and he's such a nice guy, who knows, but like he might err, because people recognize faces. Andy, you, you were a grapher on the streets for a long time and still dust off the old cape every now and then and head out. I mean. No, no I haven't head out. <laughs> you haven't? But Christian Bale, at the end of the day, kind of knew me as the guy that had these large, big formatted, you know, Batman, you know, photos that I got signed. And he was like, oh, wow, we got a new image. I go, yes. You know, he remembers, you know, J.J. Abrams is another one. So, oh, what do you have for me today, you know? And he, and one, at one time he's like, you know, because he was personalizing a lot in the very beginning of autographing. Um, and I was like, Andy, 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 Andy. And all these photos were, were all made out to me, and that's why I have a lot of, like, personalized J.J. Abrams. And, um, you know, some of these guys are, are, are really nice. And, you know, sometimes when they do say no, I respect them and say, oh, Maybe next time. Thank you. Sorry, sorry, sorry for imposing today, you know, and stuff like that. Where through the mail, people, you know, they're sending it to their house. I think that's a little bit too much. Just like yesterday, I had a uh, a, a a confrontation at Frankenstein's yesterday. Somebody from um, I was with my family, and some guy wanted to talk to me about Formula D stuff, and I wasn't having it and I was trying to stop it he kept on trying to talk to me about it and I was like hey you know just email me and we'll talk about it later this is not the place you know so that's the difference I, I feel that's the only difference is between you know your private area and public Mike like, what do you think 
I've never gone IP graphing. It's not my scene. And I live in Boston where there's not a ton of IP graphing opportunities. But so I, I don't want to say something that I don't really know too, too much about. I think there's something to be said about spamming for for free autographs one way or another. But I also think the fact that you, the IP grapher, are putting your time in and there's a sacrifice that you're making rather than just sticking a bunch of stuff, throwing it in the mail and sending a Hail Mary out uh, repeatedly. I guess if you do it more times after one, it's not so much a Hail Mary. But I think there there is a there is a different I think there is a difference when you factor in the time for both parties, public versus private. Um, I think Andy nailed it. I think yeah. Pete uh, Pete also has uh, some experience IP graphing, so I'd be curious to hear what he has to say. Pete, you IP'd a long time ago. Well, back in the days, it was harder because you, they couldn't, you know, they had a horse and carriage. You couldn't. <laughs> By candlelight. I couldn't bring myself to whip the horse enough to get it all the way to New York City anymore. Pete, you've right. done both. You've been around. You've seen abuse on all sides in terms of the autograph game. What are your thoughts on the, uh, the question that Paul asked regarding... Uh, IP graphing, what's the difference between racking in person and uh, IP uh, through the mail graphing? Well, I think the biggest thing is if you're thinking you're going to rack in person, it's probably not going to happen. You go prepared, and if the celebrity sits there and signs the first one and says, well, what else do you have? Yeah, sure, you flip the photo and let them sign again. And if they offer to continue signing, you accept their kindness and you let them sign for you. When you are mailing somebody a dozen photos, it's like, hey, I expect you to sign these. Right. If you're in person and somebody signs for you, you're thrilled. It's, it's an adrenaline high unlike anything you can think of. To stand in front of the celebrity that you admire most, and they're willing to give up a moment of their time to sign for you. There's nothing like it in the world. Yeah. But taking that same exact celebrity and mailing them a dozen things, it's almost like a slap in the face. You're worthless, man. I want you to sign all 12 of these. Yeah. It's a totally different feel. If you've got that opportunity and you have extra stuff while you're in person, it's just a luck of the draw kind of thing. And if the celebrity's happy to do it, that's great. But there aren't many people that go out with a dozen pieces. Most in-person collectors will have three, four, five pieces at most to have a particular person sign. There's very rarely an in-person collector out there that's got 10, 12, 20 different items for somebody to sign that they even c contemplate the, the ability to get them all done. Yeah. No, no, I, you nailed it. Um, go I ahead, Andy. That, I think there or may Mike. be something... I think there may be something to be said, too. I think Andy touched on it a little bit, that when you're in person, they have the ability to say no to your face. And you, as a grapher, you can say, okay, maybe next time. Thank you for your time. But when when it's not face to face, I don't know if an actor may feel a little bit of obligation because they can't say no right there. Um, and that, I think, can play into it a little bit different as well. Yeah. I don't really know how to I don't really know how I'm trying to say that. But I think being able to say no to someone face to face 
is a little bit easier for someone rather than chucking it in the mail. Yeah, what what's also or really bugs me bugs me a lot is that I've been seeing and hearing people using, you know, illnesses and stuff like that to get free autographs. Oh. Oh. And that makes me sick to my stomach also mm-hmm. because I know that they play that I have this or this ailment, please sign for me. And, you know, I see it all the time when we do signings and stuff like that. I Even Star Wars Autograph Universe gets these requests, you know, from people like, hey, can you get me a free Hayden Christensen? I'm a frontline worker. Yep. Uh, I think I deserve I deserve to get a free autograph uh, from Hayden Christensen. And also, can you please get a video for me also? Yeah. It's just, uh, I, I, I don't know. It's just, I, I, we, we usually have no problem helping out a lot of people. And, you know, I, I feel for a lot of these frontline workers and stuff like that. But these actors and actresses are also spending a lot of time trying to sign and make sure that everybody's happy. And you just simply cannot make everybody happy. Nope. You'll never be able to please anybody, everybody, anybody or everybody in case uh, sometimes. So, Mike, before we get out of here, do you have any advice for people wanting to start collecting through the mail? Be genuine, I think, is the best way to do it. I find handwriting letters versus typing, being personal and talking about their actual work rather than just saying, I'm a big Star Wars fan and I collect autographs. Will you sign mine? Talk about it. If you want to send something to Clive Reville and you're sending a photo, make sure it's the actual scene or work that he did instead of something generic or a character that he never touched. I think one of the photos you put up there was a Rise of Skywalker rendition. It looked like a video rendition. game from Battlefront. Like it right. was so, so like that that's not what he did. He like it's very obvious it's very easy to find what these people worked on in today's day and age with the internet. Be personal. Talk about the stuff that they did. Talk about stuff external to Star Wars. If you have seen that, you mentioned your experience with Julian Glover talking about Bond and Indy and before Game of Thrones. Like now you can talk about Game of Thrones. Make it personal and essentially prove that you're a fan instead of just being an autograph collector. Because what when these people respond to their fan mail, they think that they're responding to people who actually care about them and their work and that's why some of the stuff that you've been showing tom they're they're smaller names they're actors who were in one role for two seconds in star wars but i'll send them to them because that not only do they fit in my collection but i appreciate the smaller names in star wars because that's part of what appeals to star wars for me so being genuine and being a, an actual fan rather than someone who's just trying to collect free autographs or increase the number of stuff you have in your collection or flip or yeah, trying to make a quick buck. That's the best advice I can give. Be personal, be genuine, put the proper postage on your return envelopes. Like you guys said, make it as easy as possible for the people that you're sending to, to work with you. Chuka. I think Mick pretty much nailed it. You got anything to add? I'm it's to the point now where when some of these actors talk to us and say they feel taken advantage of. We're mm-hmm. going to have to give them advice as to how to handle this. So in reality, my best advice to the in-person, or I'm sorry, my best advice to the through-the-mail autograph collector is don't be a dick. Send one piece. Send two pieces. If you start sending five pieces, ten pieces, twelve pieces, I mean, we're really not going to have much choice, at least with the actors that we work with. 
to tell them. Limit it to one per person. Throw the rest away. And to that point, I've seen people, I can't remember, uh, Greg Runberg might have been one of them, but I've seen actors who people will send multiple photos, they'll sign one and send the un- other ones back unsigned. And then some people will say, oh, well, he signed one this time, I'll just send it again. And the, the, the inability to put together, well, he refused multiples, so why would you be a multiple-time sender? It blows my mind, but actors are starting to do that. Actors are starting well, to sign one and, and send them back. And it's time to tell the actor to inscribe everything and loop it through the autograph. But in Star Wars Autograph Universe's, you know, policy, we've never asked any of the people not to do the through the mail. But when they ask us or for our recommendation, it's hard for me to sit there and tell them not to do it because there are fans out there, maybe even younger ones, that cannot afford to do it, you know, to, to, to do signings, uh, paid signings and stuff like that. So, again, it's, it's something that they're going to have to deal with, and I feel that a lot of people give us a lot of slack for doing signings with these people and then sit, thinking that we are the ones that are telling them not to do it. Um, and I don't want that to be one of those things out there that, you know, those one or two really hardcore people through the mail people are say, say, oh, you know, Star Wars Autograph Universe is making it exclusive. So that means they're, they're, they're closing the door on every single thing. Well, that's not true, you know. We're exclusive as in she's not going to sign for anybody else and that this is our signing and that's why we're dealing with it, you know. For the so, for the period of time of the signing. It doesn't mean forever. Right. It's like, hey, it's an exclusive signing until the signing is complete. Then the talent can do whatever they want. So I want to echo what Andy says because I'm involved in a lot of that stuff. Nobody's ever been told to not sign through the mail. We have been asked. Some people have told us point blank they feel taken advantage of. What do I do? And... You know, sometimes there's a discussion about it, but we've never said don't do it. So I'm going to leave it at that. Before I get out of here this week, while I have all you guys on, let's promote our current signers, of which there is a lot. Just mentioned Katie Sackhoff is signing for Star Wars Autograph Universe. That is a super quick uh, selling signing. It's actually one of her most popular. The only place to get Mandalorian live action stuff from Katie, she's signing stuff throughout her entire career. Come get it at swallu.com. DLI, Diana Lee and Osanto is signing. was her name Morgan Elspeth? Mick, am I Morgan saying that? Morgan Elspeth. Yep. Yeah, uh, had a great role fight scene with uh, Rosario Dawson, who's signing for Star Wars Autograph Universe. I will tell you now, this is our fastest-selling signing, other than Natalie. So, other than Rosario, uh, and that is a limited signing. So, please get in if you're delaying on ordering. Don't forget, we have Hayden Christensen, uh, Anakin, who's signing for us for the third time. Also, Natalie Portman, um, exclusive autograph signing with Swayu. Um, which is a super, super big deal. Don't miss out on that. We have Chris Hemsworth. Thor just started filming Thor Love and Thunder uh, Down Under. Of course, has a couple films on Netflix and is kind of a big deal. Then also Gina Carano, uh, the Marshall Care Dune, is signing for Swallow Deadline's coming up. Guys, I'm out of breath. That's a lot of autograph signers. Love Uh, and Thunder (laughs) Down Under. Did you plan that? Uh, No, I didn't. But hey, I'm a poet. I'm a poet. And I didn't know it. So I want to thank Mick. I want to thank Andy, of course, as always, and Pete for joining us on this episode of the GraphCast. We'll be back in a couple weeks. We're lining up some guests for you guys. Hope you guys enjoy it. In the meantime, don't forget to tune in to me, Tom. I'm breaking what's in the box daily. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I do not. Make sure you guys tune in. Usually 2 p.m. daily. Uh, Come be a part of the fun over there. And we'll see you next time on the GraphCast.